Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. On this week's episode of It's a Bit, Kevin Falneth from Wild Radio and K-Fan joins us in the studio. He gets to finally take some shots at Bubba in person. We give you our bits of the week, and we play two truths and one lie with a current event. All that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's a Bit podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes, 10,000 Takes, featuring JJ, Boss Man, and Wags, who I've heard are pretty fucking cool. 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast. All right, welcome back, everyone, to It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm going to throw a new stat out there, the funniest podcast in America. We've just been awarded that one as of yesterday. Yeah, and like you've gone over before, we can say that because no one is telling us that we're not the funniest podcast in America. Yeah, I declared it. I mean, a couple uh, competitors of ours have said, I'm a fucking fraud. Who's that? Who said that? I'm not going to go there. I mean, you two can. Oh, it was Minnesota Sports oh, yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Eric. He tweets at Eric daily now and asks why he hates him. Why, Minnesota Sports fan, why do you hate me? Has he ever gotten back to you on that yet, or it's just on Twitter right now? No, because the kid knows he's fu- he fucked up, and I have a lot of ammo to unleash. That sounds like a threat, but yeah. we're not going to go <laughs> down that good. path any longer. Uh, yeah, so I'm joined here. This is Boss Man. I'm joined by Cam and... Uh, Bubba, because it seems like the co-hosts that it's I, the Bubba bit. The co-hosts that uh, do the show have just been dropping like flies. No, I'm kidding. Zane and Jake are, are busy with their full-time jobs, so we have these two to fill in for now. Cam's usually behind the computer, but he's on the camera. Yeah, are you getting he's a little getting a little less camera shy? Yeah, I'm getting used to it. Um, today is a little struggle. I mean, we're struggle or we're recovering from the events yesterday, but we're getting through it. Yeah. So a- as you guys saw on on our social media. Um, the Minnesotan shout out. They reached out to us and said, "Listen, you guys are going to go get drunk in Hudson on Sunday, and we're going to pay for it." And you know, I didn't complain. Uh, we're basically getting paid to get drunk now, so yeah. that's kind of where 10K is at as a business. It's it's, it's a good time. Uh, but by the way, shout out to the Minnesotan. They're uh, you can get, get get their clothes online. You can go in the store and wipe their leg. It's a pretty sweet place, wouldn't you say so, Bubba? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, it is a sweet place, and I've been up there myself. And he set a brother up. Um, no, look, they make great shit. Um, uh, it was a hell of a time. It was a hell of Wait, a time. Now we can say sponsored. Yeah, yeah sponsored by the Minnesota. You know how we every time we say a brand on the show, we say a not not a sponsor. Yeah, this is actually a sponsor. So because he actually wants to be affiliated with us. Yeah, unlike some people. Yeah, unlike some companies. Can't can't fucking blame him. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we went to Hudson. We had a couple cocktails. You guys saw the video. I dressed up in a ref outfit. Cam was wearing a Winfield Junior, Tampa Bay outfit, and Bubba was just head of security. Yeah, head of security. You know. 
you know how I do. You know, got to make sure the kids make it home safe. And and Jake Jake wore that gopher windbreaker that he's probably worn yeah. at least five times a week it, for the last four years. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, he ends up interviewing someone that's wearing a Badger sweatshirt Dude, because who, that's just how he is. It's okay, Jake. Because he wanted to fuck her. Who, who wears a windbreaker in the middle of winter? That's that's, like a, that's the questionable part. That's like, a total Michael move. Who the fuck's Michael? That's that's like the Chad bit. That's a Michael move. I somebody okay. named Michael would do that. All right, um, but yeah, no. So Hudson was a blast. <laughs> we went to uh, Hudson Tap. For those of you who know where that is, that's that's the place we were at. Um, I was dressed as a ref. I was wearing sweatpants that I didn't even intend yeah. uh, on on wearing. I mean, I did intend on wearing them, but did not know that they would play into the ref bit. And uh, let's just say there's a lot of Packer fans who, to, not surprising, would not stop Aaron Rodgers if he started kissing them. So, yeah, I yeah. couldn't believe and that shit. You had the full ref outfit. All the, the only thing you were missing was the yellow flag. You could go around yeah. to tables if they had too many people, throw the flag. Yeah, yeah the, oh, the, COVID co- the COVID flag. Yeah. The COVID flag. I could have been doing the, the work of the CDC. Yeah. yeah. They would, they would, they, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, yeah, but if you want to, you can. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> Toss us some free COVID testing shit. That, that actually would not be the worst deal in the world, um, but you should probably give them to people who need them. Anyways. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so we, we spent the majority of the night in Hudson. Uh, we left around 9 p.m. where I went and just literally fucking passed out yeah. because I was so drunk. Dude, actually, I came home. My roommates were just sitting on the couch, and they're like, what's up? And I couldn't put a sentence together. No. I tried to so, talk to them, and it just didn't work, so I just went to bed. So I I would say it's, what, a 35, 40-minute drive from Hudson to your apartment? Yep. And I knew about five minutes into that trip that I was going to throw up. I was like, this is going to happen. I just had to hold it as soon as... As we pulled in the parking lot, I was like, fuck, guys, I got to puke. I run around the truck, and I'm, Bubba's videotaping me throwing up in your parking lot. And Yep, yep. And I actually was uh, looking at that spot today, and I could see the vomit from the fourth floor of the apartment. So that that was a real thing that happened. And then I wake up this morning, and hopefully my work doesn't get mad at me. If they listen to this, this I'll give you the real reason why I didn't go to work. I stand up. I take my morning piss. I'm like, I'm still a little drunk, but you know what? I'm going to power through it. And then I, I like walk into my kitchen, the lights just like my eyes just like start flashing. I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I turn around, I type an email up. I'm not coming in. I'm having Dude, some problems. Didn't you take a picture of your puke? Yeah. So <laughs> did you really? Yes, I did. I, I used to do that shit in college yeah. too, dude. I don't know what the thrill. I, Maybe it's just being drunk, and you're like, I just, threw I just up. needed like, proof. I need, I need to document. I don't. This. I, don't I think you. I think you have a puke fetish. No, I don't. But I was going through all of like the videos and shit that we took on my phone last night, and then there's just a picture of my puke. I'm like, oh, that's that's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and still on the topic of Hudson, uh, we could do the uh, an honorable mention bit from Jake, the the cougar bit. There was a uh, there was yeah. an older woman who, yes. who had her hands all over my groin on your yeah. cock. She yeah, and um, you know, it was I I I knew I. <laughs> I knew you were uncomfortable because you said, okay, hold on. Because everybody wanted us to go to the moose. And then I, right when I saw her do that, you said, okay, hold on. I knew you were so uncomfortable. Well, she was like, she was like whispering some dirty shit in my ear. And I'm like, all right, you need to take that Fuck. down from a 10 yeah. down to about a 7. And now that I think of it, I guess I could kind of play into that bit too. So as I was looking over those pictures, and apparently her friend, there's a picture of me kissing her. Oh, and she, oh. Post, she posted it on her story. So I'm like, oh, last night was rough. 
So, so her friend, so one girl kissed you and the other gave me an over the pants hand job. So, so we, that for those of you guys who say that we don't talk to women, 10K got some action last night. Yeah. Whether, whether it was consensual or not, um, that's what happened. So, for those of you who say that, but, but this plays into the cougar bit because it was the same bar that an older woman kissed Jake on the lips and he asked, are you my stepmom? And then she just starts kissing him. Dude, what, what's with us and Hudson and older women? I don't. I don't get, I mean, okay, so I did shave my beard. My beard is gone. Uh, for those of you who saw it, a lot of you were t- telling me that I looked like I had pubic hair on my face. That's really nice of you. Uh, I, I got rid of that. I got the haircut. I was looking clean as shit last night. Yeah. You know, I can't blame the, the older women for wanting to touch my, my sweatpants. They wanted that cock. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Hudson it might just be like a MILF hotbed. And then when we go there, we just attract them. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you're bringing someone like Jake who gets drunk and that's just, he's just, he's a MILF magnet. Yeah. Kirk and, Cousins, he's walking. Well, up. and he was calling that one lady a MILF. Is he calling yeah, her he a was MILF? literally face. calling her a MILF to her face. Jake so. gets half a beer and he, he has, it's just, he's, he's a lightweight. Pure transparency. He's, a pussy, he's got a lot man. of courage, though. I will give it to him. Yeah. Well, once again, thank you to the Minnesotan for giving us money to get drunk yesterday. Uh, we interviewed the fans, yeah. a lot of good bits. You know, the Packer fans are pretty cool. I thought, I really thought we were going to get murdered, and there were a few that were hostile, but it was yeah. mostly ones that were cool. Uh, luckily, we had our head of security, Bubba Parkos, with yep. us. Um, and, uh, you know, we. I, I did want to point out, too, so to our listeners, if we sound like absolute shit today, or Jack and I, it, this, you can blame Hudson for that. Yep. There's a lot of clearing clearing your throat. It's funny because two weeks ago we went to Hudson uh, for the other NFL games. I guess that's 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 a place to go to watch football. You drive 40 minutes to watch football. And then we were aggressively hung over on that episode, and I said that this would not be the first, or the, well, that was the first, but that will not be the last episode we do hung over. Two weeks later, we're back in the bag. Yeah, so it's we're uh, Sunday fun day. We're trending downward, um, but you know it's okay. You know we always have next week. All right, let's move into our our bit of the week, as you guys know this segment. Oh my god, I gotta clear my throat. Listen. <laughs> 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 oh my god, dude! This is it, sci- science needs the to, CDC needs to come in here and yeah, fucking sanitize. Us, yeah, we need that sponsor. CDC. We sound like we're on our deathbed. Can you imagine? This is the It's a Bit podcast presented by the Center for Disease Control. <laughs> I don't know if if they watch any of our videos. I don't think they. Yeah, uh, they probably don't like us very much. Anyways, the bit of the week before I clear my throat. The bit of the week, ongoing bit. Um, I'm gonna hand it to Bubba first. To do his bit, yeah. Of the week. So there, I I shaved my face this week. I uh, shaved it off. Thanks uh, for clarifying. It was your face. I don't remember when it was. Uh, it was last week or this week, and I forgot. And um, you know, I've gotten a lot of backlash to it. I I haven't shaved my face since <laughs> uh, I was an underclassman in high school, pretty much. So. Uh, yeah, I've been called an ogre. I've been called John Candy. What are the, some of the comments? <laughs> like the, uh, yeah, and well, for, hey, go ahead, go ahead. The one I said was, "You look like a guy who got casted for a movie where people like do a heist, and you're the the big guy that fucks up a See, lot." See, but that's not mean. Some of the other shit was hostile. What was the Jake bit about Shrek? Well, he, he, Alex or Bubba, you, I know that you have some words about Jake's insults. So before before I pull that, I'm going to pull that up. Please tell us why you're not offended by Jake. Uh, oh god! Uh, um, oh my lord, dude! <laughs> oh my god, dude! Are you gonna puke? 
Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. It, dude, I have like heartburn right now and it's all coming up at once. <laughs> oh my god. What dude. was the question? There was a throwback to when Bubba was on the Wild Takes podcast and he was burping like every other word he said. And Jake, Jake's fine. Like, why the fuck are you burping so much? <laughs> I ate 13 White Castles. Oh, fuck. No, he All right. Had- I Well, I found the Shrek comment. Just give me just give me a minute. Oh, here we go. If Shrek turned human and lived in the Bronx. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know why I'm not? You were, you were wearing a stocking hat that had pizza sauce all over it, so that one was fitting. It was your work uniform. Yeah. yeah but... The other one he said is, do you know the Muffin Man? I actually do. See, he... this cocksucker, he lives in a goddamn bunk. He sleeps in a goddamn bunk bed. And he's had that bed since he was 12 or 13 years old. He... Started masturbating in that bed. It's sad. It's like, get out of your fucking bunk bed. Get like, uh, you could get a twin size bed, but just don't have a fucking bunk. And it's like a, it's, it's like one you would see at like a, uh, home furniture in the kids section. It's fucking pathetic. And, and, and uh, for me, him to call me names, Go fuck yourself, you piece of shit motherfucker. Jake, Jake is telepathically clapping back to that comment through my brain right now. I, and and he would respond that you have the hardest working bed in America. I feel like Oh god. Dude. I feel he like Jake just chugged got a bunch of sprites. So bunk bed when he was twelve or thirteen, but f- from that he graduated from like the plastic race car bed that well, everyone and do, had when they were little. Do you guys remember the episode where we addressed his bunk bed and, and he tried to say it's a loft? I'm like, you can't just remove oh. the bottom bunk and call it a loft. <laughs> And he just sits there and gives me that chick grin. He's like, yeah. Ask right. him if he's ever fucked a chick on that bed. Uh, I think I know the answer to that, and I think it's no. But anyways, so, yeah, Bubba shaved. He got a lot of hate for it. He responded by quote tweeting every single hate comment with the Kobe meme about haters. Uh, the good ones don't have haters. Only the great ones do. So I would give Bubba a win on that. I'm a winner. Cameron, what is your bit this week? Yeah, Cameron. <laughs> My bit is the drunk sports memorabilia bit. Oh, yeah, that oh, bit. Yeah, that bit. That's a good bit. So when we were in Hudson yesterday, there was the, I, I forget the name of the company again. But Total they, Sports yeah, in Bloomington. Total the Sports. Total Sports bit. They have like silent auctions that you can you can stand there and bid on these items, the autographed memorabilia. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe actually, Jack, you got sucked into it. Yeah. Yep. I uh, Two weeks ago when we were in Hudson last time, before we did the podcast hungover, I, uh, <clears throat> I bid on the TJ Oshie thing. Dude. Did you Sorry. turn your mic back on this time? I thought I heard you turn it off. No, it's on. Is okay. it not? No, yeah, I can't. I can't okay, if you can hear me, we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Anyways. Okay, anyway. Shout out to Total Sports, though, because, yes, they, they do strategically place these silent auctions for sports memorabilia in bars where people watch sports with a lot of TVs. And get drunk. And I Yes, and I bid on an Oshie-signed picture of him holding up the Stanley Cup. That was it. But when I went there, they let me choose between that or a picture of him in the shootout against Russia with the ticket from Sochi, which is worth way more than $200. The ticket alone. Yes. So shout out to Total Sports for hooking us up. uh, It's hanging up in HQ right now. And then when I was drunk last weekend, I bought a Magic Johnson ball on a uh, yeah. website that So that goes into my next me. problem. Uh, so I showed Jack this website that does online auctions. So even if we're not out at the bars and we like we can't do the silent auctions, we can sit at our home at our houses and drink and yep. bid on things online, which is just as dangerous, if yeah. not more dangerous. Yeah, that uh, I have like six monitors in my home office, and that is on one screen every day now. There it's, was, it's the 10-minute auctions. Yeah, there was one time where... I must have bid on something when I was drinking at home and 
couple days later, a signed Mike Ditka jersey showed up at my doorstep. I'm like, I don't know where this came from, but it definitely was not cheap. Well, and it's ge- it's genius marketing, right? They they put them right at they put them right near the exits or the bathrooms of bars, so you know people are drunk and they're wandering around. And when you're a drunk guy and you see something like there was a Kirby Puckett one there yesterday, and I started yelling. I said, "Don't let me see that." I was like trying to zap it from my brain because I wanted it so bad. It wasn't signed, so I probably wouldn't have bought it. But if it was signed, I would have thrown on some money for that. So I need to stop. Yeah, it's it can get real dangerous, but there are worse things to spend your money on. So. Like uh, strip clubs and heroin. Yeah, there we go, yeah, kids. There, there's your lesson for the day presented by this CDC. No, I'm kidding. Not an official sponsor. Anyways, my bit is uh, the bald guy bit. The gall by bit. The w- bald guy bit. The bald guy bit. <laughs> there you go. Joe Rogan and Dana White. Are just, <laughs> they're both bald guys. I think they're the same person. I'm genuinely. They're both in the UFC industry. They're and both the, from Boston or the Massachusetts area. Are they? Yeah, and they're both. I didn't know that. Well, you should. <laughs> they're both. Uh, they also both describe like every UFC fighter ever as a quote unquote killer. So <laughs> that their analysis is also very similar. And uh, so I'm not a huge UFC guy. Um, I don't think Jack, you are either. But I've never seen Dana White and Joe Rogan in the same picture or exactly. in the same room. Exactly. Uh, I think a su- simple Google search would probably, you know contradict that statement but if you don't search it on google and you don't expose yourself to the truth then it's not but, true so but then i'll just say it's photoshopped yeah oh yeah no yeah then you're like well it's, look at they just copied and pasted the same yeah. person to a photo and put a different shirt on them so yeah so joe rogan dana white they're both bald guys they both love to talk about the ufc they both describe ufc fighters as killers speaking of the ufc though conor mcgregor got his ass kicked this weekend yeah it was good to see um me and cameron bay had some money on it well, so I'm surprised you're not a McGregor guy. You're the Irish bit. I'm just not a big fan. I'm sorry. It's one of those things where I think he's overrated. Over. Okay. Well, uh, he, uh, you know, he's a fucking showman, and that's what everybody likes. It's entertainment. Yes, it's an actual sport. It's physical. It's abusive. It's. You beat the shit out of somebody. But so, it's all about the entertaining. Are you telling me you don't like to be entertained? No, are you not entertained? I want to see a guy get his head fucking bashed in. That's all I care about. I don't well, care about the fucking off. We saw that on Saturday. Conor McGregor was hey, got his ass fucking beat. laying on the ground dead. It's pretty disappointing, though, because that was Conor's fight the entire time. He was really kicking Dustin's ass and throwing him for a loop. He slipped up once, and that was That's the it. That's I mean it, it's just not how fast things can change in, in a sport like that. But uh, the question I have for you guys, I saw an interesting thing on Twitter was, do you think that Conor McGregor might end up in the WWE? I mean, money does talk, and for some reason, it feels like all of these UFC fighters end up in the WWE. Must mean that they give him baller it's like contracts. The, it's kind of like the end game. Yeah, they they give him baller contracts, and I feel like the physical ability or like the physical. You need to be in way better shape to be in the UFC than the WWE. So when they feel like their career is sliding, they just go back to the, they go to the WWE and get more money for the last time in their career. Or they do the boxing bit. Apparently, uh, McGregor's thinking about Jake Paul. Yeah, just don't do the boxing bit from basketball to boxing because you'll end up like Nate Robinson. Yes, yeah. Uh, word is that Nate Robinson still hasn't woken up yet. <laughs> Anyways, so we're gonna move on to our next segment here. Move on. Move on. Move on to uh, the current events, two truths and one lie. I'm going to tell you guys three article titles 
of things that happened in the news this week. Two of them are true. One of them is false. And you guys have to guess for the false one, okay? So let's do one at a time here. The first header is Oklahoma lawmakers want to create an official Bigfoot hunting season. So you know how there's like deer hunting, there's like pheasant hunting, whatever. They want to do like, I don't know how many weeks that they're proposing, but they want to make it official thing. Uh, this w- honestly wouldn't surprise me. I mean, no offense to the people down south, but I, I think we've all been down there. Those people are fucking bred it, differently. It's, it's a different world. Yeah, it's a different country down there. My grandparents are from Texas, and I can tell you this right here. Everybody down there moves a little bit slower, so. Oh, God. so it's not a fucking. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> all right. So Bigfoot season. The second. Um, Article title here is a woman in France is currently in a legal battle to prove that she is alive. She was declared dead in uh, like February of 2017. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know this she, bit. And she's she's trying to convince the people that she is, in fact, alive and a human being still. So, like, this... I do believe this one, actually. She might have been popular and, like, famous, and she just didn't want to be in the spotlight anymore, so she faked her death. She got it all the way... To, she did it for tax reasons. That yeah. That could be, too. Yeah, it's, that's always possible. All right, and finally, the third story: a man in Florida rescued two kids from a burning building, and uh, he, you know, had some minor injuries. So when they had to examine him, they found out that he was on bath salts. Excuse me. He is the high hero. Is what I, I would mean. Call him. I think it's fucking perfect that this story is from Florida. It feels it's, like it's yeah, it's pretty on brand with Florida. It feels like all the wild stories are with a Florida man. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you if you Google, by the way, Google. A Florida man and then your birthday, and you will find an article of something fucked up. <laughs> so, gentlemen, out of the Bigfoot one, the woman in France, and the, the bath salts hero, which one do you think is false? The last one. So, I feel like the Florida one's true because it just fits in with Florida. And the faking your death is also super wild. And, like, I feel like you're kind of trying to trick me here. Like, the big fit, the Bigfoot hunting season, I could actually believe that someone would do that. So, I think that is the one that's false. Bigfoot and Bubba, you're voting the Florida, Florida man. one. The Florida man is the false one. Damn, believe it or not. Me. But that is, but I'll tell you this I had to make up a, a headline, and by adding Florida in it, you guys believed it. So, Hook, line, or at, least, at least Cam did. So, all right, that was two truths and a lie. We have Kevin Fallness joining us in the studio for an interview right now. I know Bubba's dying to talk to this man. Yeah, it's uh, one of those things. He's not a Twitter enemy by any means, but he's a uh, foe by some. Okay, but I think he, uh, you, well, I don't know if you guys a... are enemies, don't you? Uh, we talk a little smack. Well, he's for those posting you... pictures of you at your worst on Twitter. You're one in five, bro. Yes, for those of you who don't know Kevin, Kevin uh, does some announcing for Wild Radio, and he also does a number of podcasts for KFan. Uh, he's very connected with the, with the Wild organization, and he's been following us for a while. So, you know, this, this one should be fun. We're going to cut to that interview after a quick break. If Aaron Rodgers started kissing you, would you stop him? I would definitely not stop it. Not necessarily, but if the grass is green, you know. Absolutely not. Why? Who would? Who would? Would you? No, he wouldn't. Would you? I don't know. Is there a tongue? It's up to you. Oh, then hell yeah. <laughs> we want to welcome you guys back to the It's a Bit podcast. We're joined by a very special guest, someone who's been who's been following us for a while now, Kevin Fallness. He does Minnesota Wild Radio, and he co-hosts you know, a multiple number of podcasts with the Wild and K-Fan. And he's also Bubba's biggest hater on Twitter. <laughs> Ke- Kevin, would you take that title graciously? 
I don't consider myself a hater. I consider, I, I just like with Halvey and Dave Schwartz, and Paul Fletcher, it's all in love. There's no hate here. <laughs> Russo, I mean, if I if I if I'm taking shots at you, it's because I respect you. If, if I ignore you or block you, that might be a different story. Hello, Alex Nicoletti. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to ask you a picture about the Zach Halverson pictures. Is that like one of your job responsibilities at KFan is just to take horrible pictures of him? No, I don't take any pictures. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. In my lifetime, on my 84 years on Earth, I've maybe taken three pictures of Zach Halverson. They're all sent to me. I'm not in that studio. So there's someone there. There's a mole that's sending me pictures, and then I'm supposed to repurpose them. So you go ahead and do the math who that mole is, but it ain't me. I'm not taking pictures of hashtag Helvy. So there's an inside guy. Or gal. Or gal. I think it's I, sauce. It's meat sauce. I don't, I don't know. I'm not at liberty to say. Yeah, okay. Uh, Bubba, Bubba is joining us for this episode. We figured Fallness needed to talk to him in person. Uh, Bubba did prepare a list of questions professionally on a piece of computer paper with purple, purple marker. Yeah. Uh, Bubba, what, what are some of the questions? Hey, first of all, before you get to that, I want to apologize for not making the trek there to basically the border of Minnesota and Iowa. I would have been there. <laughs> But, you know, the schedule with the Wild, I work every game and I'm gone every other night. So if I take another night away from my wife, plus my kids got hockey, I mean, I might as well just file the divorce paper. So I appreciate That's... you guys being flexible. And plus, I didn't know that I, I dare step foot within reach of Bubba because I'm sure he probably wants to punch me. Yeah, well, I was going to say, Kevin, you're, you're a respectable family man and you're someone we can all admire. Uh, yeah. Some... More of us are terrible people, so you know you're someone to look up to in that sense. And plus, I'd like to give us credit for being so good at technology to make this happen. Yeah. Usually, our guests have to wait for about thirty minutes before we get all of our shit figured out. But today, what was it? Four or five? You guys did great. Game. Yeah, like I said, Bardon Beauties. It was a snap of a finger. It did the interview, and I was on my merry way. But you guys, it was well worth the wait. I assume. I can't wait to yeah. see the purple marker questions, but yeah, it's maybe part, it'll be worth the experience. All right, Bubba, what are your what are well, your Well, first, hits? Alex Michelotti told me to ask you. Okay. Why are these all I... questions that other people gave you to ask me? No, or did you come no, up? Okay. no, no. I'm just making sure. Just where, I'm wondering where we're setting the bar. You're starting with the questions can't... other people gave you. He Go wrote ahead. these down at, at the pizza shop. He was sending me so, Snapchats. So tell me about your fantasy last week. My fantasy? Or my fantasy, fantasy hockey ha- league? Yeah, yeah. Those are two different things. <laughs> way different oh boy now you know i mean there are people that take fantasy sports real serious and i'm not one of them i'm not uh. going to be confused for paul Charchian in any way shape or form and that includes fantasy hockey i auto drafted my team i don't have time to sit there for three hours and watch these guys him and haw over kriva krasov versus uh philippe kuba so I, I i'm not into the the drafting i was at one point but at this point, I don't have three hours to devote to a Sunday. So he goes there, Alex Micheletti we're talking about, and he hoards all the goaltenders, which happens to be a, a very big factor in this league of ours. And I, meanwhile, I've got some schmo, Del, Delia, Delia from uh, Chicago probably. I, so it's it's not the end of the world. He loves the fact that he beat me. That's great. Now he's blocked. He can talk about it in cybersphere. <laughs> Go ahead, Jack. Okay, uh, I was going to ask you a question, Fallness. You love to tweet pictures of your feet, uh, particularly when they're bare. Yeah. Um, so is that like a side hustle for you? Do you have like an OnlyFans, maybe like <laughs> OnlyFans.com slash the Fallness Foot Hour, or what's what's kind of the strategy behind the feet? I don't have a OnlyFans, whatever you called it, yet. 
that. But I'd be into listening to the possibilities. I'm not against. Oh. I'm not against making a maybe, dollar. Uh, maybe we could bring it in under the 10K network. The uh, <laughs> the Fallness Foot Hour. Uh, two bucks. My an feet hour. aren't pretty. I'll be perfectly honest. There's nothing pretty about. It. I think I took a picture of watching my kid play baseball. My feet happened to be in it and everybody jumped on me so i said bleep it that now all you get are my feet pictures so that's when they started coming out fast and furious and uh, there was one where i was sitting next to bob and tom getting ready to call one of the games from the bubble uh there was one uh sitting at a hockey rink so now yeah you get them every chance i get if i can get them out of these these shoes the feet are coming out well and the the colder months have um we'll, we'll say delayed the foot pictures but i'd imagine once it's summertime again and we're outside uh, the feet pictures will be more alive and active. I'd say there's a pretty good chance. Yes. Seasonal thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, but wait, why are some of your questions highlighted? I don't know. Just, I was bored were, at work. Were those the special ones? Or? No, not necessarily. All right. Uh, more fantasy questions? Uh, <laughs> speaking of Bob and Tom, have you guys ever been in, uh, have you guys ever had bad blood between each other during not just a year, but maybe a week or two. Have you guys hated each other before? Have you guys fought have, each other? You two, you two are pretty close, right? How long have you two known each other? Uh, uh, over a year yeah. now, a couple years. Yeah, that's it. Years. Yeah, who's yeah. your be- Bubba? Bubba, who's your best friend in the world? A person that you would die for? Oh, okay. I know the answer to this. Okay. Yeah. What's, what's your point, it's, guys? It's, okay. it's it's JJ, the guy who looks like Kirk Cousins. They hate okay. each other, but they're best friends. It's For weird. JJ, you've had bad blood with him before, but but you love him like a brother, right? Correct. They have bad these blood guys, every day they talk. These guys I love like my grandfathers. I mean, like a, a pair of grandfathers that I, that I never knew I, I needed or wanted, but I've worked with them for 20 years. Of course there's ups and downs. I've had ups and downs with my sister. I've had ups and downs with my parents. Everyone has ups and downs in a relationship that lasts 20 years. And it is a relationship, as weird as it is to say that. Bob Kurtz and Tom Reed and myself have been together for 82 broadcasts a year times 20 years. Do the math, add the preseason, add any playoffs that we've done. And for the most part, it's been the three of us working side by side. Have we had our tiffs? 100%. 100%. Have we gotten over them? Absolutely. I respect those guys, and I, I'd do anything for, for the two of them, no, no doubt about it. So when talking about your professional relationships with others, I feel like there's one person in particular that's never really had an up. It's only downs, and that man's name is Anthony, Anthony LaPanta. LaPanta. <laughs> uh, are you still banned from LaPanta's Barbecues? Because if, if, just for our listeners, I'm pretty sure the story is there was a bad storm that knocked over a tree and it destroyed his grill and he took a picture of it and you and he tweeted it, it and you tweet it like all like not all the time but no but it's a again, reminder right again much like halvey i didn't tweet the picture i didn't take the picture he took the picture he tweeted it i saved it so now i get to throw it out whenever he has a his lavish barbecue <laughs> that's uh catered in from peoria or uh or Istanbul, whoever, wherever he gets the meat and the fancy food, I just put in the picture of him uh, getting just demolished by that uh, grill. So it's one of my favorite pastimes. Am I banned from his from his dinners? I don't know that I'm banned, but I've never been invited. So if that's another way to say I'm banned, yeah, maybe. Well, I'm pretty sure we asked you this when we had you on the stream in May, but uh, he, he said that we could come to his house for steak sometime. We were going to yeah. do the 10,000 steaks eating challenge with Bubba, but we yep. can sneak you in the trunk if you want. I mean, that, that offer is always open. I know Gorg, and there's been a couple of other people who have invited me as their plus one, but it's never gotten past the monitor. So if you guys can make that happen, then power to you. I'll do whatever 
No, I, you know what? I don't care. I need the invitation to be from him. I'm not going to sneak into yeah, I think that was your answer last I'm time. going to be invited, and I'm going to walk right through the bleeping front door with a big <laughs> smile right. on my face and Tupperware in my hand, and I'm going to fill those mothers up. Rumor, rumor has it we might be having Lepanta in the stadium in February. In the stadium, wow! I'm giving the, the studio, studio too much credit. Uh, the studio in February, and and we'll we'll, uh, we'll see what his side to the to the whole ordeal is. But all right, Bubba, do another one of your highlights. All right, questions. well here's the here's the thing. You've been with the uh, the Wild for what twenty years? You said, yeah. Who's your least favorite Wild player ever? Least you know, favorite. You know what? Uh, it's it's a fair question. Um, it puts me on the spot and it's There's a guy that I've one actually, or two. it's a guy that I've actually been trying to track down ever since he left and he won't return my phone calls. I don't know that it's me in particular. It might be the Minnesota media. I don't know if I should say the name, ah, Manny Fernandez. It won't return no. my phone calls, you know? So do I not like him? No, I actually re- very much do like him. I, I think I had one of the last interviews that he did in Minnesota before leaving for Boston. And again, this is 15 years ago. 10 years ago, somewhere in that mix. And I have, I've, I've got his number. I've tried calling him. He won't return my calls. So I, I don't dislike him. I'd actually isn't like that, to talk to him. Isn't that Jack Lemaire's nephew? Yeah. And I love Jacques Lemaire. I told you guys yeah. before I've got my Mount Rushmore of people I've worked with, not only with the wild, but in sports, Jacques Lemaire's face is on my personal sports Mount Rushmore <laughs> of people that I adore. No question about it. Manny Fernandez, not on that list. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, Fallness, while we're on the topic of the Wild, do you think that ESPN hates the Minnesota Wild? They sent out two inaccurate push notifications in two games, and I, I wrote it in the blog. Since I started, you know, since I had my first ever iPod Touch and I discovered certain websites on the Internet, I've been getting those push notifications from ESPN, and they've never once got them wrong until now. So yeah. do you think that this is some sort of deliberate attack from, from the folks at ESPN? I saw your little blog entry, and I was curious as to what it was. I don't think it's that they hate the Minnesota Wild. I think their hockey acumen is lacking. It would be like asking me about basketball or asking me about the Orlando Magic, if that's still a team in the National Basketball Association. I think they just lack <laughs> the acumen to talk hockey sufficiently and i think they get caught up in their own way now hopefully that's changing sounds like espn is going to pick up the torch once again when i was a young man we had hockey on espn we had gary thorne we had tom meese i mean we had some great fantastic names in hockey calling bill clement was uh, back in the day brian engblom darren pang i mean butchergrass these guys were espn and hockey were synonymous not anymore. Uh, hopefully that's changing sometime in the near future, especially if NBCSN is going uh, going dark. They got to go somewhere, and it would be great to see ESPN uh, give two rips about hockey once again. Well, and, and to follow that up, it was, it was almost ironic because the night I released that that blog, the NHL app credited a goal that Ryan Hartman had to nobody. It was like <laughs> the default NHL profile picture, and it just said like uh, like the score was just blank. And I, that's when I wrote the article that Ryan, the NHL app has no idea that Ryan Hartman exists. He's not a human being. Uh, it was just kind of weird. There was just a lot of there was just a lot of screw ups in the yeah. uh, in the sports tech world. It was a wild week. Well, I hope they don't hate the Wild because there's no reason. It's, it's a wonderful franchise. They have a great logo, and their fan base is spectacular. So why would they hate us? Pitch ESPN. If they <laughs> if they do hate us, lay off. 
Speaking of speaking of the logo, what are your thoughts on the new retro jerseys? Yeah, I love them. But I, I'm I grew up a North Star kid. I mean, I grew up yeah. following Neil Broughton, uh, Dino Cicerelli, uh, not Tom Reed. I'm not that old, but I, I you know, <laughs> and it's a throwback to the old classic North Star colors. I love it. Uh, the only way it could be better. No, I, I don't even want to see the North Star logo anymore. I know where the North Star logo lives right up here, and it's fine mm-hmm. there. And I, I, I like the wild logo. It's 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 a uh, shout out to the past while keeping an eye on the here and now, and then looking towards the future. But the retro jerseys, I think, are are pretty spectacular, and I, I can't wait to see them on the ice. Do you uh, have you met Kaprizov yet? I know I know you 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 tweeted some pictures, and now that I know your, your yeah. Twitter strategy, that might have been a picture someone else had taken. No, you know what? I actually did meet Kaprizov. Uh, it was brief. It was one of those things where I, he was doing some liners during training camp. Um, I took some pictures of him signing some auto, in fact, some retro jerseys that were given away in the broadcast. Um, so the meeting was maybe five minutes. I tried to interview him. He didn't wasn't really comfortable with it at that point. Uh, and that's, you know, that's the thing, the way life is these days, I would have that meeting with him and I'd see him on a day-to-day basis. and It'd be no big deal, but because of zoom, a lot of these guys have no idea who any of us are on this side of the fence. Um, you know, some of these guys we might not ever meet and Ian Cole would just brought in. I've never met him before. I've talked to him via zoom. I've had him on the phone when, but I've never had a face-to-face conversation with him. So it's it's strange it's a weird world we live in man i can't wait till this all this garbage passes and, and it's over but it, it is what it is at this point yeah 2020 just absolutely sucked i mean yeah, it was not great we 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 like people but joke about it they make the memes but it was really 365 awful days but yep. right, Bubba, what, what do you got is is Kirill the real deal i i, I from your from your perspective is he gonna be a stud I cannot predict the future, but, and it has only been six games. I've yeah. seen him two games in person. I've seen him six games overall. And then I watched him in training camp and those exhibition games. Um, the early returns are great. Am I ready to put him into the hall of fame yet? No, but I mean, he's one of those guys going back to the days of Marion Gabrick, the only other player we've had like this in, in wild history, when the puck is on his stick or anywhere within the vicinity, you pay attention. It's one of those where you lean up out of your seat and you're paying special attention to where he's at, where he could possibly go, and what he's going to do next. We haven't had that player since Gabrick. And then I will say, Asterix, Fiala was that guy before COVID slapped us in the face. He was on fire going into the the break. He's picking it up here a little bit now. In fact, he's played well all six games. He was getting a ton of chances, a ton of shots. Finally, they're starting to fall the empty netter in game one against the Sharks. Uh, finally got one uh, on a bomb from the top of the circle in the second game. So maybe he's ignited once again. But, I mean, outside of those three players, they've had good players in a wild uniform. These three uh, in particular on another level. And Kaprizov can take us to places I don't think we've ever been. And uh, I'll, I'll go on the record. I think I said it last week. I'll say it again this week. I think, personally, in my elite hockey mind expertise, that – Kirill Kaprizov has the potential to be the greatest Russian NHL player of all time. And everyone always says, you're saying he's going to be better than Ovi? And I say, damn right. That's the confidence I have. There's, there's, uh, I mean, I might pump the brakes on that a little bit. Off the top (laughs) of my head, I mean, you go back to those Red Wings teams, they had some pretty good Russians. Pavel Burry was a pretty good Russian. Alexander Mogilny, Sergei Fedorov. Fedorov. I mean, if you're going to compare him to Kovalchuk or, um, 
guys, but Pavel Datsuk, one of the best all-time players, not just Russians. I would pump the brakes on that. He's got the, the potential to be in elite company in the National Hockey League today, all-time. I don't know that I'm ready to put him in the company of Bure Fedorov at all yet. Yeah. No, I mean, Might. that's that's fair. I just I There's had a yellow light blinking. I, I say a lot of dumb shit fall in this, but th- 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 here's the strategy. If I'm the that first person like to say game. it, if it actually happens, then I'm the expert. But right. if it doesn't happen, then I'm known as the guy who says a lot of shit. So I, I, right. in my position, right. I think that one just makes sense. But all right. I, I think it sounds like clickbait, and I you should put that in a blog because people will click it. I would just say, if you're asking me, big yellow light flashing. Yeah, and that's one of those blogs that you're going to get a comment on people on Facebook calling you an idiot, at least a couple hundred of those. So, you know, I, I got to get ready for the hate with, with a hot take like that. All right, Kevin, I want, I, I want to know who's on your Minnesota hockey, Mount Rushmore, the best of all time. I need to know. Minnesota hockey or Minnesota wild? Minnesota hockey. Just so that's high school, oh, college, the whole, okay. eight, whole nine years. Right, if, 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 if you want to go easy, do the wild, but. If if you want to challenge yourself, do the whole state. I'm not gonna do the whole state because I'm gonna leave someone out, and then I'll feel like an idiot after. Uh, my Minnesota Wild Mount Rushmore doesn't even pertain to to players mostly. It's about Jacques Lemaire. It's about Bob Nagley Jr. It's about Todd Lewicki. Those three names. If you're a Wild fan, a Wild historian, those are three names you should know. I'm gonna put three names on my Mount Rushmore. Those are it. If I put in a player, you can you can throw in. Miko Koivu, you know, as good as any. But those three gentlemen in particular are the ones that put the Minnesota Wild on the map. They're the ones I take my hat off to when I when I talk about them. Uh, for Minnesota hockey in general, I, I'm going to keep it on the NHL stage, and I'm going to keep it to guys that that I watched. Dino Cicerelli's on my Minnesota hockey Mount Rushmore. Neil Broughton's on my Minnesota hockey Mount Rushmore. Uh, Don Beaupre, these are the guys I grew up watching with the star to end on their crest. So that's where I'm going. I, I can't talk to the John Mayasich. I can't talk to even Herb Brooks, uh, John Mariucci. I didn't watch these guys. I've heard the stories, and I know they were phenomenal in their own right. I'm talking about guys I've seen in my own two eyes, and that's why I bring up the names I bring up. Okay, unrelated question. Uh, Bubba's been recently diagnosed with a medical hernia. Do you think he should get back into the eating challenge game? You should not get in the. I mean, if you like finishing not first, you definitely should. Wow. If you like silver medals, you definitely should. You should have a wonderful collection of silver and bronze medals. <laughs> now, if you want gold medals, if you want to be the top of the heap, you need to get back at it. You need to start cracking the yeah, whip. Well, we got we have some medical stuff to figure out, but uh, I saw the picture of the hernia. What? <laughs> Nothing's gonna stop me, Kevin, from eating. He's got a chicken sandwich. Just it's a chicken sandwich in your pocket. Is it? What yeah. is that from Quick Trip? From Quick Trip. <laughs> oh my God, dude! That's just sitting in your pocket. Of course it Poc- is. Oh my lord! See, isn't that warm? I mean, or is it still? When did you buy this? Like yesterday? Like a half hour, forty <laughs> minutes ago. See, I was I was writing the questions on my computer, and he was at Quick Trip stocking up. So with his purple marker. Yes. Yeah, like the Crayola brand that, you know, you you wash off. Don't you have to put something on that? I mean, like, if I'm going to Quick Trip and I'm going to get their chicken sandwich, don't you put some pickles or mayo or something on it? You're just eating it dry. Plain plain Jane. Okay. Okay. I do. Oh, you know what? So while we're on the topic of Quick Trip, Kevin, what is your Quick Trip Mount Rushmore? My Quick Trip Mount Rushmore? 
Yeah. What do you like, mean? Do you get Do you get the food? Oh, there? You... the food. No, I haven't in a long time. I used to. My my thing would be, um, you know, when you're on a road trip, uh, put it in the, in that sense. You got to have beef jerky. Like my my wife's family is from California, so once a year, no matter how bad I fight it, we're driving to California once a year, and it's a long drive. And I got three yeah. kids, and I've done it for now eleven years with one, two, and three kids at a time going uh, on that trip. So. We definitely load up to, to get through it. But beef jerky is a big one. Sunflower Ooh, seeds. Yeah. Uh, mine is Sprite Zero. I don't know. I just always, I, I used to be the Mountain Dew guy. Then I was the Diet Coke guy. And then I became the Sprite Zero guy. So I can drink Sprite Zero uh, daily. But so you've got that's a full it. circle. You've got full circle on the pop spectrum. Bubba, you're you, unofficial sponsor Sprite, right? Sprite. Is amazing, dude. He just he inhaled the whole sandwich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I can taste it over here. I can smell it. Uh, the uh, my thing used to be uh, Captain Coke, and it was always it, it used to be full blown. That's a good drink. Coke. Then it was Diet Coke and Captain. Now I don't even know if I could drink a Captain Coke. It, it feels to me it would be too sweet. I don't think the carbonation would be an issue, but the Diet Coke I don't think I can handle anymore. I think it'd be like heartburn, and I w- I wouldn't enjoy it. All right. I'm just a well, beer guy now. Here's here's a secret for you. If you do ever get back in the captain game, Dr. Pepper and Captain Morgan is one of the single-handedly greatest mixture. No, you make that face, but I'm telling you, it's good. Just give it a shot. That or uh, another drink I had, credit to my cousin, a homewrecker. It's, capt- it's, like, it's a lot of captain, depending on the day or the time you're drinking it. It's a lot of captain, and then you put in Sprite, and then you top it off with orange juice. Mm. Don't, don't knock it until you try it. I uh, won't try it, but I, I do have buddies that drink uh, Captain and uh, 7-Up. So I think Captain and Sprite Zero would be similar. Yep. But I think it's just probably too sweet. Like, I've become – I'm not a beer connoisseur. I'm not the Anthony LaPanta of beer, but I do like beer <laughs> when I've got something. Like, I'm, my wife will have vodka, and she'll drink the uh, – whatever, the, the, the hockey and the uh, parish uh, vodkas. I, I can't do that stuff anymore. I used to be – I used to – Oh, this is a, a great PSA. I used to go into my dad's liquor cabinet, you know, growing up, and I, I'd grab his gin. And it was so bad. It was so gross. And so I've like been on pine, pine tar, it, it, like bug spray. And it's just yeah. the worst hangover ever. And once you get sick off it, that's it. So I'm I, I'm not on the hard liquor at all anymore. It used to be Captain Coke, but I've uh, graduated or regressed to beer. And uh, uh, beer in just about any form, I'm fine with. Yeah. Kevin, what was your favorite moment at the XL with with uh, with uh, the Wild? For me, it's when they raised the banner, when they won the set. Was it set, the West? I forgot the division they've changed. I thought you were going to say the number one when they raised the when, when they played against back in two thousand. Well, no, when they when they won the well, I forgot what conference or division they were in. When Western they, when Conference played, Finals. Yeah, yeah. They, they well, won the team, the uh, division in 2008, I do believe. Yeah, that that banner, that banner when they played Boston and that in the beginning. Of, yeah, what, what's your favorite moment? I, I've got a number of them. I mean, you can go to just about any playoff moment, but the one that always sticks out in my mind is Gabrick scoring five goals. Uh, when he scored one, then two, gets the hat trick and adds two more on top of that. It was one of those nights that we talk about that we hope we've really only had one night like that where it's on another level. 
we hope that that's the beginning of the like the, the Kaprizov moment, his debut where he scores three points, including the overtime winner. That was a pretty cool moment. What Gabbert did in that game was unbelievable. Five goals against New York Rangers was ridiculous. I I, I hope we've got more moments in, in coming down the pike uh, delivered by Kaprizov or by whoever. But to me, that was my favorite moment because I remember it was like it was yesterday. No, go, going back to what you said about Kaprizov, though, uh, yeah, for the, those of you listening who are hockey fans, do not let Kevin Fiala fall in the shadow of Kaprizov because we still got something special there. Kevin, the next hockey-related question I have for you is who is the one who got away on the Minnesota Wild? One person you could think of that we lost to a trade or you know, a, an, or that you never know what could happen, I guess, but who's the one who got away? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it would have to be Burnsy, right? Brent Burns, he was in here last night, scored the uh... – the eventual game weather and winner with a minute yep. 48 left to go in regulation. I mean, he was a goofy kid when he was uh, with the Minnesota wild. He's still goofy, but he's a man and he plays the game like a man. He's got a weird beard. His hair is ridiculous. Well, I'm sure that. he still has got all those snakes, but he is a hell of a hockey player. And he really grew up with this game. It's crazy to think of what he became. The, the Minnesota Wild need to take notes on that facial here because I do think it plays a factor in the intimidation <laughs> bit. of the Yeah. So I'll tell you, we, we talk about it uh, on the broadcast all the time. I remember clear as day because it was always him and Joe Thornton that had these long, straggly beers. beards. Beards, uh, Thornton got into a tussle with somebody uh, at center ice, and the guy went to grab his you know, like his shoulder or whatever, right there at his, uh, at his Jersey. And he got a big tuft of hair and just threw it onto the ice. I can't imagine what that feels like. He yanked beard hair out of his. So I don't know. I mean, it looks, it looks pretty cool, but if you're going to get mixed up in in the hockey and whatever, think about if it got stuck in somebody else's shield or something. Yeah. No, thanks. I couldn't grow that if I wanted to. Like you could give me a decade. Well, then you know, yeah, you can pull his grab by the beard and you pop him right in the kisser. Yeah, that's the strategy. Yeah, Kevin, what? I, what's I, your... I have to imagine someone's done it, but that's a guy that I wouldn't want to fight. What's your Sorry. favorite? No, you're fine. What's your favorite meal at Tom Reed's Hockey City Pub? It's got to be poutine. The yeah. beer is cold. The poutine yeah, that's is hot. That's, that's exactly what I got. Yeah, it's that's good stuff. But his uh, steak bites are mm. primo, and you know, I mean. Not to do a Tom Reed plug here, but he's done a ton of work down there for people that haven't been down. And I know with the pandemic, but even before the pandemic for like a year or two, they've got a spectacular patio out there right now. That's just going to waste because no one, you know, you go out there and well, first of all, it's four degrees outside, but Mm. spectacular patio. The indoor place has all sorts of memorabilia. So hopefully he gives me a kickback for that plug, but it's at a spectacular place and their food's actually really good too. Mm-hmm. I I said I, I go to that place all the time. I said the one thing I would steal in there is the Captain Morgan Wild statue. That's, yeah, that would be the <laughs> coolest thing that we would have yeah. in every one of our studios from here on out. But yeah, yeah you the, know the, the the last time I was there, uh, it was on Halloween. I was dressed as a hot dog, and Tom Reed came over and, and said he liked my costume. So that was my <laughs> that was my one in person interaction with Tom Reed so far. But I would say it was a good one. He's a good dude. There's nothing better than talking old time hockey stories with Tom. He does it on the air all the time, and he can go back through all the names. And it's, uh, I mean, that's one of the things I really enjoy working with uh, Tom about. Uh, we used to do a thing called Hockey Unplugged, and one of it was for the first, I don't know, 10 years of the team, 
we'd go to different bars with two different players and we do like a Q and a people could come up there and get autographs. We do the, I mean, we have speakers, microphones, the whole works. It was awesome. And we did it for a number of years. One of my very favorite ones was back in the beginning at when this all started, it was me and Jamie McLennan, former goaltender with the wild. Now he's a big shot on TSN. Uh, They call him noodles, but he was a character with the Minnesota wild. And he, we brought six guys to one of these things and they couldn't speak English. One of them was Gabrick, uh, Lubomir Sekarash, Philippe Kuba, um, ah, ah, uh, Ladislav Benesek was another one. So six of them are sitting there and we're just basically, mostly McLennan is making fun of them, but that was at Tom Reed's Hockey City Pub. And that has to be going back at least 18 years ago. And that's another one of those memories I think of when I think of Tom Reed's Hockey City Pub. Yeah, 100%. Go ahead. Well, I, no, I, I've actually been waiting for you to ask him the question about bringing you to work. Huh. I just don't want you to forget that one. Are you going to bring me to work or what, Kevin? I've asked you so many times. <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, watch Tom Reed and Bob do their thing. Yeah, can't. Isn't there like a bring your son to work day where you could convince him that Bob is your son? <laughs> just as You're not my son. Is. You are not my son. Um, what if I set up a... Um, what do you call that thing? Uh, uh, it, it just went under, not Zoom, but I could set up a periscope. I could set a periscope up and you just watch. If you want to watch Tom talking to a microphone like you're doing there, I, I could do that. What if I video him and send you a little? Fair clip? enough. Fair enough. That's fine with me. I'll it's not that. not as fun as you might think. It's not as glamorous as you might think, but it is a, a heck of a view. If you like watching from 80 stories above the ice, it's a heck of a place to be. Well, that's usually where we sit anyways because we can't afford to sit in the lower bowl. So. There's not a bad seat at XL Energy Center. Don't yeah, kid absolutely. yourself. Yeah, no, and I like being – I'm not going to lie. I like being higher, and this is slightly me defending my lack of spending, but I do like being higher up because you can see it working from a bird's-eye view rather than – you know, I mean, the front row is nice. Don't get me wrong, but it's yep. cool to actually see the plays getting set up yeah. and being able to see the puck, actually. Yeah. This is this is what I tell fans who ask, ask me and why they ask me. I don't know, but – if you want to see plays develop and you want to watch the game at a slower speed, go up as high as possible. Go where we're in the press box. It's great because it looks really easy from up there. You want to, if you're a new fan and you want to experience the game on another level, get your face as close to the glass as possible. Get down there Mm -hmm. as close to the ice as you can and feel the energy, feel the size of these guys, and then try to find passing lanes where they're putting what Kaprizov did, for example, last night to set up uh, Zach Parisi. He had like a, a two-inch window to thread the, the puck through the, uh, Carlson's legs. It's ridiculous. What these guys are able to do at that speed and that size with that type of energy that they're putting out there, it's amazing. So if you're a new fan, get as close to the ice as possible. If you want to experience it a little bit more, go right above the glass. That's a great spot. That's where I would go in the lower bowl for me. Yep. The, uh, close to the ice is a little too close because you can't see everything. I'd like to be right up midway through the first level. And then the higher up you go, the slower it's going to get. Well, and, and, and if you are sitting in the front row, make sure you get that golden spot right where there's a break in the glass so you can put your face between it and chirp yeah. the players. That's where the cameras go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. That's so, always great. Uh, so we were going to move into the rapid fire segment, Kevin. But before we do that, Bubba, do you have any final questions on your I don't. Your we got all the purple itinerary? questions out of the way. The highlighted ones, too? Yeah. Okay. Do, you, do you have another chicken sandwich in your pocket? Maybe you'd like I to consume I, before we talk. I yeah. wish I did, Kevin. I wish I did. He, what, we did. He did drink a whole thing of whole milk that's just sitting there. So that was 
Well, that's a delightful comment. Was it warm? No, it was cold. Okay. It was cold. Yeah, shout out to our producer for making the quick trip run so that Bubba can have pocket sandwiches uh, for the to bring out during the podcast. You've got a gopher too. I mean, you can't of course even go to I do. Yourself? I'm a big shot now, Kevin. He he wants to hire an intern. I do. You see that story? And I said, but you're gonna the work you're gonna have to do to tell that intern what to do isn't gonna get done. So the intern's just gonna not when the intern's gonna do all your work, but you're not gonna want to tell them to do the work, and then it's never gonna happen. We'll figure something. I'd love to see that kid put that on his resume. Like we have interns, or we used to have interns, and I'd love to see what that kid would put on his resume that he did for you. <laughs> I can't imagine. Eating. There's just a bullet point: eating challenges. Oh boy! Then he's like, then he's like, I DM models, so network relations. Push in my hernia. Oh yeah, there you go. That's yeah, massage yeah. my hernia. Point. I had, I had a hernia. Yeah. I overcame a lot of adversity. All right, uh, Kevin, you've been oh, on with us before, go. so you know how the rapid fire bit works. Uh, some oh, of them wait, are wait. the same questions that you did answer in May. Some of them are different. It just depends on how much level of work we put in this week. So we'll we'll find okay. out here. All right, you ready? One minute. Yeah, I am. All right. Deserted island. You're stuck on the island alone. You're, you're the Jack Sparrow bit. Uh, a ship washes up on, on shore with one alcohol of choice that you have for the rest of your time there. What is it? What is the ship carrying? Steel toe. I'm going steel toe from St. Louis Park, baby. It's right. got beer in it. So if okay, Size there's seven. An, an entire cargo ship with those in it. Sounds good. That's crashing yep. up on shore. Um, how many fourth graders cold. could you fend off in self-defense? We actually just lowered this question by one, by one year. How many fourth graders? All of them. Yep. I don't care. Throw them all at me. Yeah, I can take all fourth graders. I don't care about fourth graders. <laughs> okay. Seniors, freshmen, sophomores, they're going to pose a problem because I'm not a fighter. I'm not worried about fourth graders. I mean, are they armed? I don't know. No, they're not. Then no, I'm not worried about fourth graders. Bring them on. Okay, I've got a third grader. F- he doesn't scare me. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Minneapolis or St. Paul? Which is the better city? St. Paul. Yep. Considering the Wild do play there, that, that is the acceptable answer. Uh, would you rather slap a random baby or your own grandmother? My grandmother's not alive. Does that play into it? Oh, is so she alive and go, I slap her? Let's go back in time. Yeah, she is alive or you have to I'm slap I'm not going to slap my grandmother, so I'm going to take it out on the, the baby, the random baby. It's a random baby. I don't know the baby. I know my yeah, grandmother. I'm yeah. not slapping my grandmother. That's, that's is it Bubba's baby? baby? No, it's not my baby. Could be Bubba's future. future the little <laughs> Bubba. Oh, my God. You shouldn't bring other people into this world, Bubba. Oh, there, maybe one is already on the way. Oh, God. That's... <laughs> That's breaking news. I could take this so many different ways. I'm not going that. We're going to keep it PG, Bubba. Bubba did declare himself the king of Tinder today. That was a self-declared statement. Yeah, I'm the king of Tinder, Kevin. Okay. He knows the algorithm, or I guess he wants to know the algorithm. Um, Would you rather walk to work, so to the X, in high heels, or drive your car in reverse to get there? Drive in reverse. I'm not walking anywhere in high heels. I'm certainly not going to walk to the X. In high heels from St. Louis Park, God's country. So I'll drive in reverse. That's fine. Okay. Uh, would you rather never speak again or always say what's on your mind? Always say what's on my mind. You and I don't. Do I, I try so. to. I just bit my tongue there with Bubba, as a matter of fact. But, yeah, I'd, I'd rather just be able to say what's on my mind than never hear this voice again. Are you kidding me? Why would I do that to my ears and yours? <laughs> yeah. Craziness. That- that's a good point. Um, if you were given that all expenses paid trip to Cleveland, are you taking it? Yeah, I'll go anywhere if you're going to pay. 
Sure. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, more realistic, ghosts or aliens? Both seem rather far-fetched. I'm going to say aliens. Ghosts, I would think that I, I've known some jackasses in my life that have passed. And if there was a possibility that they could come back and bug me, haunt me, scare me, they would have. So I'm going to have to say aliens are more realistic. And I say that in air quotes, realistic. But that it's, the galaxy is too big. The, the unknown is too large. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Aliens there's, versus ghosts, I guess. There's too many movies out as well. Uh, I'm going to do a shameless plug here. Bubba is actually launching his own ghost hunting show. He uh, he had one of those nights oh, where boy. he watched Ghost Hunters for like four hours straight, and then he just bought a bunch of equipment. I did. So, uh, oh. well, first he has to learn how to write an email to some of the people who own these places. I know. So that's step one. By the way, if you want to be Bubba's assistant, wh- where do they apply? Just DM me on Twitter. <laughs> Ugh, that's a scary place. Uh, so w- when you say you bought equipment, what does that mean? Like, not like a, a bag uh, to not... catch the ghost in? <laughs> so I'm, I'm a Catholic. I'm a, I'm a, I don't believe in the Ouija board stuff. None of that witchcraft crap. What was a spirit box? It apparently picks up frequencies and stuff. No. I don't know if I, I necessarily believe it. Oh, well. You bought you one. Got, you might have got. Did you buy one? one? Yeah. Have you tried it? Uh, Yeah. Have you caught I don't think I, I don't. I don't think my house is haunted. So you no. should try the studio, dude. There's some weird fucking sounds that come out of this place. Well, this we'll place see. might be haunted. Um, okay, next question: Would you rather always wear one rollerblade on one of your feet, or always have someone walking in front of you that's walking a little slower than you want to go? No, God, I hate that. I hate it in my car. I hate it on a bench. I hate. And I was going to try to do the Dr. Seuss Ryan thing. I hate it when people are directly in front of me and going a little bit slower. Walking, yep. driving, any of that hate it i'd rather put one rollerblade on my foot i can get around just fine yeah i was gonna say i'm i'm naturally someone who's always rushing so i could never do that uh final question the movie that was made about your life who's playing kevin Falness? uh back in the day it was uh louis anderson uh who else have i heard uh john candy um yeah and i'd be honored to have either of them play me i guess <laughs> Both well, what guys. about me? I've been <laughs> called both of them in the last week. Have you really? I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had buddies that used oh to call me God. Louie all the time. So I, 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 I used to get that a lot. Uh, the John Candy thing, yeah, for sure, you know, back in the day. But that, So those are your two go-tos? Yeah, both legends. He gets called. He literally did get I love, called. I love Louie Anderson. He got called John Candy twice last week. <laughs> and then <laughs> the other guy, too. Louie Anderson, yeah. yeah. Louis Anderson's a Minnesota legend, too, you know. Yeah. Do you ever watch any of his old uh, old school? Live I, at the Guthrie. That is phenomenal. That, yeah. I, I can't believe you know that one because that is really good, though. For anyone mm. out there that hasn't watched that, uh, YouTube it, Google it, put it on his little ghost finder, whatever it is. It's It's good <laughs> stuff. Yes. All right. Well, Kevin, that kind of wraps up our interview. This has been a blast. Plenty of laughs as expected. Do you have any, do you have any final words for the, uh, the it's a bit listeners? I would say my only words of advice are to Bubba. Don't do the eating challenges. Find something that you're good at and strive <laughs> towards that direction. Cause eating challenges are not it. My goodness. I'm undefeated in the new the new one I did, wasn't I? The restaurants one, yes. Yeah. So many you, you, lost you did one. 
But what about the other 18 that did not go so so, so well? You can't just start over. The the uh, Sharks now are, are 1-0 since they last won. But what about the games before that where they didn't win? They, you have to count everything. You don't just get so to decide it's when the, you start it's, keeping track. It's the P.J. Fleck thing. I was just going to say One week at a time. Yeah, he'll say. One week week at a time. He say we're going to B-52 burgers. uh, We're going to go 1-0 this weekend in B-52. So that might be the mentality you need. (laughs) Is P.J. going to be our coach next year for the Uh, Gophers? Oh, my God. I hope hope so. I'm a Notre Dame guy. I hope this isn't a phase or just a story or something we're worrying about. God, P.J., just stay. You have to stay. I'm with you. Forget about Notre Dame bandwagon. Oh, oh my bandwagon. Oh, my God. He's barking up the wrong tree. So, dude, it's so easy woof, to push the buttons, though. <laughs> you know, well, and, and if you if you guys want another word of advice on how to piss off Bubba, they had they had no place being in the in the final four. I actually agree with you. Surprisingly. Mm. Well, that was easy. I do That's not much of a fight. I agree with you. Well, folks, uh, we had a blast having Kevin on. Kevin, tell tell everyone where they can find you. At my house right now. I'm in the basement. Uh, but typically on Twitter, at Radio Fallness, uh, on the fan, uh, we do the pregame, intermission, postgame, beyond the pond, 10 to noon, Saturday mornings uh, with Pat Nicoletti. That's a legend. And then also uh, KFN Wild Weekly, Wednesday nights at 7 on FM 100.3, the fan. Ooh. Not a sponsor of 10,000 takes, but <laughs> I'm legally obligated you to asked, You asked where you could find me. Is either that or give out my address? Yep, 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 exactly. Well, Kevin, we've loved having you on, and you know we'd like to thank everyone for listening to an episode, another episode of It's a Bit. This, this week featured Kevin Fallness. We'll see you again next week.